Hey everyone, welcome to the show. So Judge Chutkin just set a trial date for Donald Trump's attempted coup case brought by the special counsel. The government, as you guys probably know, they requested a January 2024 date, and then Trump, he asked for a trial in 2026, of course. Judge Chutkin said neither side was being realistic, and so the trial is going to begin on March 4th. That's when jury selection will begin. March 4th of 2024. So roughly, you know, what is that? Five, six months from now. Um, so they've got their work cut out for them. The prosecutor argued that Trump's use of social media, disparaging people, threatening people like witnesses, the grand jury, they said that necessitates a trial sooner rather than later. And then Trump's attorneys argued that because there's millions and millions of pages of evidence, Trump, you know, and then Trump's campaign, they need more time. Well, the judge pointed out a defendant's profession should not dictate a trial schedule. And she noted that the evidence in is all in digital format. So she said, you know, you can use keyword searches to sort through everything. You don't need to look at every single page yourself. Of course, Trump's attorney said, yes, I do. I, you know, I have to do that. And then the prosecutor pointed out there's about a quarter of the evidence that came from Trump's own campaign or his political action committees. So they already know of all that stuff. Plus, they said there's another 7.8 million documents that come from entities associated with Trump or there are documents that are publicly available there or or things like tweets, um, things like his truth social posts, you know, stuff from the National Archives also the January 6th Select Committee. So overall, the prosecutor estimates that Trump already has access to about two-thirds of the evidence that they've handed over. Um, Judge Chutkin agreed. She reminded Trump's team that, you know, this indictment didn't come out of thin air. She said, quote, Mr. Trump has been ably represented by experienced counsel during the whole pendency of this investigation. It's not a surprise he got indicted. Mr. Trump's counsel has known this was coming for some time, and any able, zealous defense counsel would not be sitting on their hands waiting for an indictment. And then here's the thing, you know, this didn't even come up, but Trump is supposed to be a billionaire. He can't go out, he can't hire a larger legal team to work on this case. Um, anyway, Judge Chutkin said she spoke with Judge Juan Mershon. He's the judge who's presiding over that porn star hush money payment issue in New York. And that trial is scheduled to begin three weeks after this D.C. case, the, the date that she just set. So I guess she wanted to clear it with him, make sure that they weren't stepping on each other's toes. And at the end of today's hearing, Judge Chutkin warned Trump's legal team, quote, I'm watching carefully for anything that might poison the jury pool. So that's that. Um, in regard to the Georgia case, Trump's co-defendant, Mark Meadows, he testified for three hours straight today at a hearing. This is to determine if his case should be moved to a federal court like he wants. Um, also to determine if it should just be dismissed entirely because he's arguing and he said on the witness stand, he was acting within the scope of his responsibilities as Trump's chief of staff. 
But he admitted on the stand that working for Trump, quote, takes on all kinds of forms and that there's a lot of work that had a, quote, political component to certainly everything. One very interesting detail about the hearing today is that Trump's attorneys were there. Some of his attorneys were sitting just a couple rows back watching the proceedings. So it sounds like they're a little suspicious of Meadows. Um, and then at one point during Meadows' testimony, the judge was shaking his head. Apparently, the prosecutor just nailed Meadows about his actions. During the testimony, Meadows said he didn't know if the attorneys on the call with the Georgia Secretary of State and Trump were Trump's personal attorneys or attorneys for the campaign. So the prosecutor then asked him, you know, if you didn't know who these attorneys were, what role they were playing, quote, why did you want them on the call? Which, yeah, I mean, why would you ask them to be on the call if you don't even know what they're there for? what they're representing. Um, so after Meadows testified, a Georgia attorney named Kurt Hilbert took the stand. Hilbert was on that infamous call in which Trump was pressuring the Secretary of State to find him votes. And Hilbert's testimony conflicted with Meadows. According to Hilbert, the only reason for the call was to discuss campaign matters. And he confirmed that attorney Cleta Mitchell took part in that call. Mitchell was working on the campaign, on campaign-related litigation only. She was in no way, shape, or form connected to Trump's White House. Um, because Meadows is arguing, oh, this was just, you know, Trump was trying to figure out if there was election fraud and that's just his role as the commander in chief and blah, blah, blah. But next up on the stand was the actual Georgia Secretary of State, Brad Raffensperger. Raffensperger confirmed that the President of the United States has absolutely no role in the certification of an election, nor does the federal government in general have anything to do with certifying state election results. And then he also said that Meadows had texted him in November of 2020, and Meadows asked him to call him back. Ravensburger said, I didn't call him back because it would be inappropriate for, quote, outside forces to influence a state inquiry into alleged election fraud. And then Raffensperger also conceded that in regard to that call with Trump and the others, no one from the White House counsel's office was on that call. It was solely a campaign attorney. And he said, quote, I thought that it was a campaign call. So we'll see where the judge comes down on this, but it's not looking good for Meadows based on the judge's reaction, based on the testimony. Um, also, it was announced today that Trump and his co-defendants will be officially arraigned in Georgia on September 6th. So that is when they arrive, they go in with their attorneys and they say not guilty, presumably. They're all going to say not guilty. Um, as for the classified documents case, the special counsel had ended the D.C. grand jury. He said that, you know, that part of the investigation is over. He's closed up that grand jury. No, no mas. <laughs> so um, Trump's co-defendant in that case, Walt Nauta, he's trying to get the testimony tossed 
of one of the other people involved due to a conflict of interest. So as you guys all know, I've mentioned this, Yusil Tavares is the Mar-a-Lago employee who's cooperating with the prosecutor. He flipped on Nata and the others, and he admitted that he was approached with a request to delete the security camera footage shortly after the DOJ issued subpoenas for those videos. Well, as I previously mentioned, Nauta and Tavares shared the same defense attorney until Tavares decided to flip. He, he got a different attorney, and then right after he got that new counsel, he decided to tell the truth. Well, Nauta is now claiming that his testimony, Tavares' testimony, shouldn't be allowed in this case because they had the same attorney. That's not likely to happen, but, you know, we'll see. Um, and if you've been wondering why MAGA hasn't shown up in full force for Trump's arrest, it appears to be because the right wing shot themselves in the foot. According to NBC News, right wingers have been warning others online that rallies for Trump are a setup. MAGA supporters are posting things like, quote, watch out for the FBI and Antifa slash BLM to stir up a riot. Also, quote, be careful. It could be a setup just like J6. <laughs> and, quote, watch out for FBI plants. So Trump and his allies have successfully managed to tamp down support for him with their nonsense conspiracy theories. You've got to love it. <laughs> all right, guys, when I hear more, I'll let you know. Thank you all so much for watching and listening. Please like, please share, please subscribe. Please become a donor if possible. Links are below in the description box on YouTube and on the podcast. Love you all. Take care. Talk with you soon.